Well, you know, Jeff, it's getting towards the end of the year. And that only means one thing. It's time for us to unveil our most played artists and songs and albums of 2023. You and I are famously, now famous, when I say famous, you know, we have to remember we are number two in Estonia. We are international. (laughs) Right. Thank you, Estonia, for your love and support. We are international superstars at this point. And we are famously not Spotify users. I know. That's really controversial, I think. It is controversial. Because I feel like people who... It's kind of in the way where Android users are shunned for their green text messages. I feel kind of similarly to being an Apple Music listener. But I'm I'm so Apple all the way that I can't deviate from Apple in anywhere in my life. Like, it's they every... Say- I'm they, sorry. They, I'm one of the, I'm a I'm a sheep. You know. You're you're a sheep. You're you're shooping. You are. Well, you know what they say. An you apple a day. Exhale. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. So I just think that we are and, just trying to stay with the doctors. Said, this world is bullshit. She said, "Follow yourself. Follow yourself." Which I did because I have multiple Instagram accounts. Great advice. No, I heard not follow yourself. She said, "Go with yourself." Sorry, go with yourself. And she said it for the 16-year-old girls out there. Yeah. Yeah. Truly a trendsetter. Yeah. In- incredible. Incredible. I was, I was listening to her the other day. I actually revisited the title album. And Ooh. it's it's so – I mean, all of the hype she got at that time is so well-deserved because that album is just phenomenal. And it aged so well. Yeah. 100%. It really aged well. Timeless. Criminal is a brilliant song, obviously, like – what she's most known for probably but there's so many other brilliant songs on there um there's one dream sleep to dream is one of my absolute favorites it's also uh kind of one of kanye west's favorite songs interesting i remember remember hearing about that way back when he's very was very inspired by that song um shadow boxer is a great one i believe it was a single yeah but there's so many beautiful songs on there there's one called sullen girl Mm -hmm. which is a really personal very personal song, very emotional song. It's beautiful. And yeah, Slow Like Honey. Anything with honey in the title, I, li- I like. We we love a honey titled song. Yeah. That album's so um, great. So great. And Never Is A Promise was a single. And yeah. that song, yeah. the music the music video at least, I think inspired in part uh, Olivia Rodrigo's vampire video. There's a part where Olivia mm. Rodrigo kind of steps onto... Uh, what I'm assuming is some sort of crane or something and starts floating into the air. And she's kind of like singing into the camera as she like floats above the city. And she, and that uh, never as a promise video is very much like that. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen the never as a promise video. To be honest, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know it was a single. Yeah. Um, So that's, it's not one of my favorite songs on the album. So I'm interested why, I wonder why they went with that one and chose that. I don't know. I remember them premiering it on MTV. I want to say it was premiered. MTV used to do this brand spake in New Music Week in the fall, mm-hmm. where it was like, as we were leading up to the holidays, a lot, it was very... I, I, I don't really know if this happens so much anymore. I think a few artists do this. But back in like the CD buying days, like artists would kind of put their releases towards the holidays so that Black Friday, people mm-hmm. would go out and buy the CDs. So... um. I want to say that new music week was kind of like, you know, kind of kicking off. Cause I remember, I remember them doing something with Mariah Carey's heartbreaker mm-hmm. and then the whole rainbow album. In fact, I was just telling you that I was watching that. There's like someone had put the whole like episode on, <laughs> on YouTube. So I was watching that and it just, Oh God, I miss those days. I miss those days so Me much. Too. Me too. Just, everything just felt like an event. Buying, going out and buying a CD and having having it is like the equivalent to having a book versus the audio version. It's like the audio is great, but being able to have something that's like tangible and play with it and look through the booklet and be a part of like the era that was that artist's, you know, music and album and project. I yeah. really, I miss that so much. And I, you know what I miss too? I don't, I had a realization the other day. I don't associate music with like, track numbers anymore where i used to be like oh i love track two on that album oh. i love track five on that album like now i don't really do that because you're just kind of downloading and streaming music kind of whenever and you don't and you, always 
have the whole album. You pick and choose what you like from it a lot of times. Yeah. And you all, so, a lot of times either play it on shuffle or you add your favorites to a playlist. So you'll maybe not even listen to the full album. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Because I used to have a theory, like a lot of times number three on the album would be like the banger. Like Hollow Girl was number three. Promiscuous from Nelly Furtado was number three. And so I always, <laughs> I always kind of associated like track three with the, the banger of the album track then, three yeah, the usually towards the end um so yeah you don't, you don't really get that experience anymore and it's no. kind of sad but also you know and it's yeah and i kind of feel like too like i don't know it's kind of like it, it kind of goes in line with that thought of like you know when you work for something it makes it feel more rewarding not that we were like working to like purchase a cd necessarily well i guess technically right like we were you know earning money to buy cds but we would go you know you'd have to physically go to the store and you know some and those of us that grew up in small towns you know you might not have an actual cd store record store you might have to go to your local grocery store that sold it like you know the meyer here or sam's um, club for me i bought a lot at sam's club or best buy sam's club Best Buy, Walmart, Target, you know, all all these places that had CDs. So you had to like physically go there and then sometimes wait in line. I mean, this was like new music releases, especially like, you know, when it comes to uh, artists and bands that had giant fan bases. Imagine, oh my gosh, could you imagine what it would be like if Taylor Swift, what we were experiencing with Taylor Swift now, if that was happening in the year 2000? Right. I I can't even imagine. I mean, they're already kind of like buying her records, I'm sure, and going to the store and just buying whatever they can, you know, just for the the hell of it. So I can't even imagine what it would be like before, you know, MP3s and all that. Oh, my God. Also, having to pick and choose, like you might have like, again, like CDs were not cheap. Like streaming is so much cheaper. I mean, you get, you know, you pay 10 bucks and you get unlimited music and, you know, music was free for so long too. just kind of like the limeware era of things, like getting everything on the internet for free. So being able to like, you know, pay like 14, 15 bucks for a CD. It's like, you have to make some choices and you, you know, you might want like two albums really bad, but you're like, Oh, I just need to kind of, you know, pick and pick and choose here. And that's something I don't miss, but you know, I think right. it makes it, it does make it like less special and less magical to have everything so accessible. And yeah. I think sometimes like the projects can suffer from, 100%. from that as well. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, so nostalgic thinking about that. Yeah. And, and I, I do think it's weird that like, like I said, I don't associate the track numbers to the songs anymore. They're just kind of whatever i love the thing i would love to like revisit that idea of track three being a banger like i feel like <laughs> you and i at a later date should go through our favorite albums and like right. identi- and identify what the track threes are yeah <laughs> and, and see and see if that actually holds true because i love that theory that's really that's really it, really good in my brain as a kid that's how it felt you know i I love that you're like track three track three is the banger track number three it's always track a good one three. well Given that speaking of, I mean, speaking of track three, but not really at all, like it's the end of the year, which means, you know, you and I have been spending the entire year consuming music, listening to music. You know, we've, there's been dozens and dozens of new releases from our favorite artists and new artists and things like that. So I think it's time for you and I to start going through our Apple replay. A trip down memory lane, 2023. Ponde replay, baby. Let's go. Ponde replay. Ponde replay. Uh, so I'm opening up my Apple replay right now. It says, well, first of all, congratulations to me. I earned a minutes milestone. And a total minutes milestone reached June 18th, 2023, which uh, that's my birthday. Uh, 10,000 minutes. Interesting. Damn. Yeah. Very, on, very. Minute. Come on, minutes. Um, but let's see. Where do we want to even start? Do we want to start with the songs? Just our top top five? I think we should save the songs for last. I think we should go through the artists and the albums first. Ooh, okay, okay. okay. I think because the songs are the, the fun part for me. 100%. Okay, you want to start with artists? 
yeah, tell me your your top five artists. So tell me. Oh, and also because I I like you know I like the stakes. I like being edged a little bit. Yeah, I want to know. You want to go from start five with number to one. five. Okay, <laughs> yes, I want this to be like a VH1. Yeah, top top one hundred. Like, give me the the top five. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited about this. I think this is really cool. Um, you know that I love this artist, and you know that I stand them and really want them to succeed. And, you know, I don't know if mainstream success in the way that you and I think of it or in in the traditional sense is in their future, but I think that they are one of the most talented artists out there. I have nothing but incredible things to say about them. Um, My number five is Z Machine. Okay. Yep. I love Z Machine. Z Machine released five singles this year. Uh, They released, let me think. I'm trying to think if I remember them all. Uh, I want to say... Well, the radio was their most uh, recent release, and then there was Making Diamonds, and then there was a collaboration with Bentley Robles, which was See Me Naked, and then there, oh my gosh, I'm blanking at the current moment. There were two other singles that were released, but yeah, Z Machine crushed it. Yeah, you you hype up and talk about this artist a lot. I would love for you to like tell the audience, because I'm curious too, like, what kind of music does Z Machine make? How would you describe the genre? That's a great question. So Z Machine, uh, I would say, makes uh, incredible pop records. I would say pop is they. So I asked Z Machine their pronouns. Wait, you he, like you like a pop record? I like a pop record. Oh, wow. I know it's that's, crazy. That's really I know. Uh, so Z Machine, uh, the artist goes by both the they or excuse me they and him pronouns. So you might hear me interchange those. So. Um, I just wanted to clarify that for everyone. But um, Z Machine, a a lot of their music is very like synth pop, 80s inspired. It's very, the production is very lush. It's very big. He is an incredible singer. He plays the guitar. He's a songwriter. And um, I was introduced to his music last year through DJ John Michael from Peloton. He had shared a song called Habit, um, which I listened to. And I was just like taken aback by it because I was just like, wait a minute. Whoa. I was like, this is an independent artist. This sounds like a full-blown expensive production, more expensive Mm. than some productions that I hear from people who are on mainstream labels. Just saying. And, and established producers. Like, like it is just incredible. And what's the song from the 80s? Oh, my gosh. It's going to – I'm so bad at remembering who does the song and what the song is called. But it's the one that's like, don't you forget about me. Well, who does that song? Oh, yeah. I I don't always – I I always forget who that. So I, I I am sorry to that man. I'm sorry to this man. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm mean, 80s is not my jam. I'm not gonna lie. So right, I, I can't give you a lot of good 80s yeah. like knowledge. But habit Duran Duran, but it's not. It's not Duran Duran. But habit definitely had like they they live in the same universe. Like that song definitely took some notes from that song. Um, and it was just it's a brilliant song. And from after listening to that song, I was like, well, I have to learn more. And so I went down this deep dive of Z Machine music and listened to all of his singles and all of his EPs that he's released. And he's completely self-funded. He is a brilliant artist. And then this year he released so far my favorite song that he's ever put out called The Radio, which I remember him previewing back in gosh, I want to say it was March of this year on TikTok. He had like just, he had uploaded like a 20 second demo of the chorus and it was basically like, should should I release this? And I remember messaging him immediately and was like, you need to finish this song. Like this is a smash. It's so good. And I'm glad that he did. I mean, I, I don't think he finished it because of my accord. I know that he didn't finish it for my accord, but I'm just saying that like it, I'm so glad that he did finish that song and it's out and incredible so anyway number five z machine for me what about you what's your number five? z machine yes so this isn't really a shocker at all um this is probably like the norm for me sometimes i get the same artist because i listen to my faves mm-hmm. all year long every year so Absolutely. number five is Miss Janet Jackson. Hey Janet, congratulations. Give it up, congratulations. For, give it up for Janet. And congratulations, lot, Janet. I will say a lot of a lot of music I've revisited uh, due to the concert when we went to the concert this spring. So oh, that, that really nice. reignited a lot of like 
songs, especially from Demita Joe. I, I really yes. revisited Demita Joe yes. um, and had a lot of fun with that. So yeah, that that's my number five. Not really a surprise. Someone I have talked about on the pod before. Someone we will continue to talk about. So continue. I love Miss Jackson so much. One of my favorite artists. Makes total sense why she's in there. Not surprised to see her. And yeah, the concert was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. I will firmly go on record of yes. saying that. I w- I completely agree. One of the most fun concerts that so you and I have fun. ever so uh, much attended. Fun. Just to like paint a picture really quick, audience, like Jeff and I, we went, we, we, this is like, you know, Jeff and I don't have a ton of money. And so we purchased tickets last minute. We wanted to go. We knew we were going to go. But we also were like, let's wait to the last minute to see if we can find cheap seats because we just didn't have a ton of money. And we ended up getting them. And the seats that we had were kind of perfect because we could see the stage really well. We were shocked. Yeah, we were shocked. We could see that we felt close, but we could see the stage. We were like on the the first tier off the floor, right? Or something like that. Right. And literally by the end we were like making friends with all the people around us and by the end of the show like i feel like our section it was basically like our own little like mini nightclub like it, everyone we had was- such good vibes around us well number one we were like with my friend chase as well who's like a huge jenna jackson fan and he's so much yes. fun you know shout out to chase but also the, the yeah the people in front of us like they were we were singing all the songs they knew all of the the deep cuts and you know she had like what a 40 song set list something like that with it mixes was included. great so yeah. it, like the fact that all these fans knew these deep cuts, like that was so fun because it's not just like, you know, I've been to a lot of concerts, like mm-hmm. I brought up Dua Lipa, I think last week or the week before where it's like people go because she's like the thing of the moment, but it's right. like, for me, I love to do a Lipa deep cuts, you know? So right. there wasn't a ton of people I would say who were able to kind of just throw those out there. But the people in front of us were like so excited came on and they were yes. singing all the lyrics. I'm like, I've never been around people that knew these lyrics. Like it was so much yes. fun. And they also loved, um, what's the song they loved? What's the song they loved? I feel remember like everyone. We, remember we were joking about the one song, like me, you, Chase and I were like, why that song really just did it for the crowd. It's, it, Oh yeah, what was that one? Oh my gosh, I, I, I'm blanking right now. I think it's I'm performance blanking. anxiety. <laughs> I'm blanking as well. I can't remember. There was there was a song though that it, it was. A, I remember it being a single of hers. It was a single of hers, but it wasn't the most maybe popular single of hers. And, but for uh-huh. some reason, everyone in the crowd just was went batshit crazy for the song. Wait, uh, uh, love will never do. Love will never do. Was it that love one? Will never, yep, it was love okay. will never do. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I mean, that was a number one single. But, yeah, but but I think if you ask your average person about Janet Jackson, they don't go to that song. That's fair. That's you know very I mean? true. So yeah. I was really surprised to see everyone be so hyped. And yeah, I mean, she pulled out so many deep cuts, you know. And it was she played so a fun. lot of deep cuts, and I appreciated that so much. I mean, it was her first time yeah. ever performing Girlfriend, Boyfriend, which yes. is her thanks collaboration. To you, you <laughs> <laughs> thanks to me. <laughs> your your memory. I'm the only part, I swear, I'm the only person that stands that song. Like, I, the fact that it was even pulled out, I was just like, what? Can I be real with you, though? I really think that because of the internet and because of the fans and like because of the memes around maybe that song you yeah. you being a yeah. great example yeah i i think that's a part of it yeah i, I hope it. so I think she just pulls it out out of nowhere like right yeah. yeah so i was like screaming the lyrics at the top of my lungs and i was just kind of like and that and then the mashup that she did of throb and free zone i was oh, just like made for you made literally made, made for, for me she also Perfect. Chef's kiss. She also um, played a new song that she didn't. Pl- I don't think she played it at any other concert. It yeah, was at the very end. Yeah, it wasn't. She. It was a song. A saw, a saw, people don't even really know the title of it. It was called "Keep Dancing," um, according to like Setlist FM or whatever it's called. But like, I, I don't even think she said the title of the song. But it was like this like mid tempo dance song. The only thing I was mad about seeing, or a little, not mad, but like salty about, was yeah. we had Ludacris as the opener. And uh-huh. love Ludacris. I've actually seen him in concert before. He's the artist <laughs> I've seen most in concert. Funny <laughs> enough, not really by choice, just because of, you know he was playing where I was, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but th- some people got Lil Kim, right? And when I tell you, I was a little salty about that. You were I a little salty for not getting a little Kim. I wanted a Big Mama thing. 
to happen. We we needed some little Kimberly, but Ludacris was fun though, and Ludacris, wow, did not age. Like looked exactly the same. That was wild. I was just like, oh, it's the year two thousand two. Like no big deal. Like whatever. Very that. Yeah. Um, so funnily enough, this is a great segue, Jeff, because my number four is also Janet Jackson. You know, we love her. And- we love her. We absolutely love her. Um, so who's your number number four? So my number four, this is a pretty constant with me as well. Not really uh-huh. a surprise. My number four is Kelly Uchis, Miss Kelly Uchis. Okay. Okay. Yes, Latina goddess. L- Latina. Um, so, so I... She okay. I should have mentioned this on the Grammy episode. I'm really glad this is coming up. Yeah, I truly feel like Red Moon and Venus. Her, um, it's not her sophomore album. It's her. I want to say her third official album. Okay, um, is truly Grammy worthy. Yeah, this album got so much praise. It's a beautiful album. It did not disappoint. Um, it took me a while to come around to it. Similar to Lana Del Rey's music, I feel like I have to listen to it a few times, but it, it's just so right. It's such a good album. I played the shit out of this album. You loved it. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. I love her. I love her voice. She's so sexy. She actually, I actually kind of feel like in my universe, she is like the Latina Lana Del Rey, like in a yeah. lot of ways. Okay. And so there's something just about her. I love like aesthetically. I think she's just a beautiful woman, but also... And, and her whole, like, kind of, like, you know, persona I love. Uh, but also, her music is so romantic and yeah. just absolutely beautiful. Like, I, I just love her so much and I adore her. And, um, yeah, there's probably going to be some songs in the raft as well. Because, again, I played this album to death. And I never really got sick of it. What so, does she call her fans? Coochies? Am I getting that right? <laughs> Coochies, yeah. <laughs> like, just, like... Yeah, K-U-C-H-I-S, I think. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Love. Congratulations, Miss Miss Uchis. Yeah, and I'm really um, excited for her next album, which will be yeah. released next year. So Hey, yeah. hey. 2024. So who is your numero tres? Numero tres. Numero tres, this is gonna shock you. Congratulations, Miss Kylie Minogue. You are number three on my uh Ooh. Apple replay. You're you're in on hello, Kylie. Kylie. And actually so I'm just like looking though, and I, I this I I'm so curious as to how the, all of this tracks and, and like you know how this is calculated. The number of minutes jumps up quite significantly significantly from number four to number three. So Janet, it said I had 891 minutes, and Kylie Minogue, 1,763 minutes. Mm-hmm. So like over double. So congratulations, Ms. Minogue. Congrats! You had a year, quite I, a year quite a year it probably helped that she released tension that's a big part of it yeah 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 so i definitely i was very intentional with listening to tension Uh, start to finish intention oh would you say just saying just saying yeah i was very intentional of listening to the album start to finish um just because i kind of back to our cd discussion i feel like we are often forced or we don't have to listen to an album from start to finish anymore, the way that the artist kind of, you know, creates it. So I've been trying to be more mindful of doing that at least from the beginning to really, to get a feel for what that artist wants those, the listener experience to have, you know, same. I want to hear the project in full. I want to hear it from track one to the final track, you know, and get that experience. Like I want, to experience what they're putting out there as the project. 100%. All right. At least your favorites, you know? Yes, absolutely. And who's your number number, three? My number three is this person's always going to be on my, my damn list. No matter what is Miss Mariah Carey. Um, (gasps) So, you know, I always put this shit out of her music. Right. What can I say? You know? So I I'm clocking in at 3,132 minutes with Miss Mariah Carey. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is that too much? Jeff is just constantly, Jeff is, is he's never not listening to music. The only time he's not listening to music is when he's recording this episode. But that's actually true. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's actually, I, I play music, I mean, in the shower, in the bathroom. Yeah. You know, at a funeral. Yeah. 
at a funeral. Um, children were singing children. the song. <laughs> at weddings and funerals. <laughs> um, I, I listened to Whitney Houston's My Love Is Your Love album today, actually. Um, oh, fun. Yeah, I love that album. But yeah, Mariah Carey. Also, you know, really exciting with the release of the Music Box 30th anniversary. I think that similarly to Kylie Minogue, like, you know, that kind of reignited some things. I really gave that album a fresh listen and Absolutely. had so much fun with working hard and, you know, all, so the, fun. all the goodies on that album. So yeah, that's my number three. Oh, okay. oh, speaking of, I decided to make a spontaneous trip. I will be seeing Mariah Carey Friday. Right. I booked the ticket. So I will be in Detroit. Hello, Detroit. What's up? Um, I will be seeing Mimi on oh, Friday. That'll be so all much the Christmas fun. cheer. Yeah. I'm so excited. That'll so be excited. a lot, that'll be a lot of fun for you. I'm so excited. I I wish I was going. Um, that sounds like a blast, and I can't wait for to hear all about it. I'm sure it's gonna I can't be. Wait. I get to I've, see her with my friend Liz. It's gonna uh, be. I'm gonna tell you all about it, of course. Like, we'll you're gonna get carried away. I can't wait. I don't. I'm like, what should I wear? Should I wear something Christmas or should I wear something Christmas? Mariah? Christmas. Oh, good question. I mean, you could always. I mean, you could always <laughs> wear the the rainbow shirt that I got you, but. I don't know. I would say Christmas. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it is a Christmas maybe, tour. Yeah, I may, bring bring the rainbow shirt just in case. Have an option. Just have we gotta you know bust that one out. Have have an option, and just then yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna like the black Irish shirt. I'm gonna bring that. Absolutely. Just mm-hmm. wear a Samantha Mumba shirt. Black Irish. <laughs> black Irish. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mariah went. Yeah, um, it's perfect. So. Give me your number two. Number, number two, two is gonna be is another that's another shocker. This woman has a film coming out this week. And this woman is the name Beyonce. She is a queen, she's an icon. I listened to 2724 minutes of her. Um and it's just because Renaissance has a complete chokehold on me. Renaissance has like Ugh. taken over my life. It was injected into my veins. I can't get enough of it. It's a great workout album. And so I listen to it a lot when I am working out. Um, I listen to it on walks. I listen to it when I when I feel like I need to get pumped up for something. It's it is she's that not, girl. Nothing short of a masterpiece. Nothing it's, short of a masterpiece. Truly. Truly. But also the concert this year. The concert was a yes. huge part of I think the concert to me stands out as my biggest highlight from this year. Yeah, I, I would say, say yeah, I would say that too. Like that was truly, you know, truly a spectacle that mm. it's just, you don't, I mean, you've, you know, you're not a huge concert goer or you used to not be. And now you I, kind of, I've been to say, like a million concerts this year, but go off a million. No, but I'm saying, but prior to like just a couple of years ago, you weren't a big concert goer. Yeah. And not so, yep. and so. I was going to say though, that like those that do go to concerts, I mean like this concert in particular, and I've gone to a lot of big pop concerts. This concert is truly one of a kind. It's, you know, it's, it's one of those rare concerts where it's just like, wow, this was a spectacle. It was an experience like from, it's like the blonde ambition tour. It's like you're, you know, something that will go down in history that will always stick with us that we can be like, we experienced that, you know, we experienced wood, wood stuck. We experienced our wood stuck. It's like we did. that that really was this concert. I also think because last year, like both you and I, that those were our top songs, our top album, our top artist was Beyonce and yeah. Renaissance, and we're still listening to it now. It's both yours and mine, our favorite album of hers. Mm-hmm. Even though we said we we feel like granted, like we should probably, you know, wait a couple of years and see how we feel, but really I feel strongly about that. I know you do as well. It's yeah. a perfect album. It yep. It's just so exciting. It's the most exciting thing in music I can think of in the last like five years. Yeah. If not more than that. Yeah. Um, so to see that concert was just like kind of the end cap. And not and it's still going because like the movie's coming out, you know, so it's like the era's still here. But I mean, like for us, like that was such a great way to like spend this year and, and kind of cap that that album. Absolutely. That was like truly a magical moment. I'm so glad that we got to see it together. Shout out to JD for uh, helping us get the tickets. And I mean, we were on the floor. Like we were, we were so close. We were on the floor. 
on the floor. J-Lo like, said it. J-Lo said it. She she manifested it. That's what the song's about. It was about us getting floor seats to Renaissance. 12 we years saw many of celebrities walk by. So many. Oh my gosh. Chloe and Hallie. We saw Nene Leakes. Debrat. Nene. And, I love it. Nene. And who else? It was, was it? Oh. <laughs> Nene. Well, you know, in spirit of Renee, the horse. <laughs> and then we also saw Quavo, right? Sure. Yeah. We okay. also saw Quavo. We also yeah. saw, which was my second experience. He was experience. also there. He was also there. That was my second experience seeing him at a Beyonce concert. He also passed me leaving the concert um, at when I saw Beyonce, the formation tour in Detroit. Mm. And um, my friend Jill and I, we were like walking in the crowd. There was just like, mani- like mayhem or whatever. And then we just like heard these people like kind of sho- not shoving, but like kind of pushing through the crowd. And at first I was like kind of nervous. I was like, oh my God, did someone get trampled? Like that's because it was just kept, felt very like rushed. And um, then I turn and look to my left and literally Quavo was like right next to me. And he was just like, hey, <laughs> it's so weird. But um, yeah, so that I just want to say that I'm best friends with Quavo now. That's what I'm trying to say. Fabulous. He follows you everywhere. 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 Um, who's your number two? My number two, again, not a surprise. It's Miss Elantra Del Rey. <gasps> Elantra Del Rey. Ayande Elantra Del Rey. Okay. Lana Del Rey. Miss Lanta Del Rey, Miss Lizzie Grant. Um, so because of Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard, obviously that album I played to death as well. There was a lot of great music released for me this year, in the beginning of the year especially. Yeah. That was where it was for me, like the springtime. So mm-hmm. um, that's when all this music came out. I was very, I was very grateful and graced, you know, by and all graced. of these albums. Yeah. Um, so that is not a surprise to me at all. The, the album's outstanding. She's outstanding. I also have a secret to tell you. I saw her in concert. What? Yeah, I didn't tell you. What do you mean you saw her in concert and didn't tell me? What do you mean? <laughs> this is breaking news on the podcast. So back when I was like, yeah, you know how like you did it. Okay. So I, I told you I was talking to my ex like months ago. Yeah. But like we weren't really hanging out. He did buy me a ticket back in like September to see her. And I kept it on the DL. Oh my God. I kept it on the DL. <laughs> But but I did see her in in Pennsylvania, and it was listen in Pennsylvania. Yeah, because you know he 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 had a ticket. He decided you know he's a flight attendant, so he flew me there for free. And I I didn't turn it. I didn't turn it down. I was like, again, like I love this artist so much. Am I going to put up with my my ex for this? You know what? I am, and I kept it a secret. Well, Jeff thinks he's stealth. I actually knew this all along. I'm just kidding. I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> can, you can you believe? Can you? I can you believe? No. I Jeff thinks he's stealth. The thing is, is that I know Jeff is up to his tricks. He's up to something when he goes radio silent for a few days. I know. I know that something's up. I know that something's up. It's so either that or crippling depression. <laughs> it's but it's even that though. There's there. I have noticed a difference. That's how much. That's how much I know. That's how well I know. Well, you. it was only one night. It was very quick, but mm. saw her, and, and and was it everything that you ever? I'm, I'm like truly shocked I, now. <laughs> no, I've seen all of my faves this year, and I'm gonna see. I'm gonna end it with Mariah. It's just been a crazy year. Yeah. Um, for me in concerts, you know, Coachella. I've been. I mean, it's been a crazy year. So, it was truly wild. First of all, Pennsylvania, not my favorite place, but so the crowd was like, you know, mostly white, very, it was an interesting crowd, but, mm-hmm. and mostly like college aged girls, I would say. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm there and it's outside. So it's like, you know, a pavilion. Mm-hmm. It was the most packed concert I have ever been to outside. It was wild. And oh. the, the crowd was way larger than I thought it would be. Um, it was a nightmare to get out of there at the end of the concert, but like it took like an hour and a half, no joke, just to get yeah. out of there. So 
we got lucky though and i like kind of shimmied my way into the middle so i was like middle of the stage middle of the crowd and got a pretty good view and got to see her um she she did a great job she did a great job it was a great concert i i feel like the set list could have been a little bit better sure but all in all i'm really happy i was able to see her and what would have made it better i think i wish she would have done more from the norman fucking rockwell album Mm. and a few more songs from ultraviolence which is also a favorite of mine so there there was just a lot of like I feel like she needed to balance it with a little more of like some of her up tempo stuff, if you even okay. call it up tempo, because sure. most of it was just kind of like the, you know, the down at the minute music business conference, Lana Del Rey right. of it all, which I love that side of her, but also, you know, for a, for a concert, I need a I mean, balance of things. Yeah, for a concert, I mean, you know, that's that's a long time. You know, concerts are what typically ninety minutes to two hours, and right. so to be constant down tempo, mid tempo, that yeah, that can be a little. You're like, okay. Yeah, even for okay. an artist like that. Because you, you don't go to that you don't go to her concert expecting, you know. Beyonce. Did she do the did she do the dance remix to Summertime Sadness? No. Oh. No, she certainly did not. Okay. But also I was annoyed too because it seemed like there was a lot of Fairweather fans there. No hate to them, but like, you know, again, like I'm there for the deep cuts and Right. Um it was just funny to see as soon as she pulled out like born to die or summertime sadness like all the people around i was just like a big eye roll yeah i'm like okay i don't need to hear this in the same way i didn't need to hear single ladies at the beyonce concert i don't need to hear that i'm good on that we've heard it it's done i don't think she wants to do it so you know it is what it is but yeah yeah, that's my number two and that's my confession to you as we wrap up the year confessional confessional all right well in this shocking turn of events, my number Give one. Your number one. Who's number one, one. Drum roll. Drum roll. Queen Mother Madonna Alaya Madonna. Number one. Is Which, it always number one? She's not always number one. Um, and so I'm really excited about this. I Madonna's my favorite artist. Um, I think, you know, and this was this is what the streaming world does now, is that like, you know new releases and whatnot kind of dictates like what you're kind of listening to and and whatnot. And so um, she did release uh, a few songs this year. She released her collaboration with Sam Smith vulgar, which I absolutely love. Um, She also released a collaboration with the weekend, which Mm -hmm. uh, is really great. And very interesting enough that song popular with the weekend while it only peaked. I, I, in the, on the Billboard Hot 100, I want to say it peaked somewhere, somewhere in the between the 60s and the 40s. It didn't peak very high, mm. but it's her longest charting single I think ever on the Hot 100. Like it just went recurrent, which means that Whoa. like yeah, streaming streaming is wild too. Like factoring yeah. and streaming, I wonder how things would have been back then if streaming was a part of. We everything. could probably do a whole episode about that because I would when I was looking back like Madonna's singles and like all, all of our favorites, like, you know, back in their heyday songs didn't stay on the charts for much longer than like 20, 25 weeks tops. It was usually mm-hmm. around like 18, 20 weeks that they would stay on the charts. And these are massive hits, right? Like songs that we, re- that are culturally like yeah. that we all revere as like huge hits. Whereas today, you know, the huge culturally significant hits now stay on the chart for a year or more. Like, yeah. that's just the difference. And there's sometimes there isn't a lot to, you know, play off of either. Like, it's like, okay, yep, fucking anti-hero is there again, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> so exactly. That that's cool, though. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that she was your your number one. I'm that, excited that about right. that. Yeah, it feels very you good. Know, you know what you'll be happy to know? What? Is a few of her songs are going to, I'm going to, my height 100. Oh, I love that. Specifically, I had a moment with <laughs> back that up to the beat. Back that up to the beat. I had I have had a lot of fun with that song this year. Interesting. So. I have opinions on that song, but we can oh. get into that later. Well, I like it. So how about that? I didn't say I didn't like it. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I have opinions on it. <laughs> um, my number one this year feels so right. Can you guess? Ooh, okay. So your number, okay. Think I, about the music I digested this year. Right. Is it Kylie? It's Kylie. Ah, 
I love. It's Kylie Minogue. I had a I had a moment with Kylie Minogue. So Zach knows this. I am a now a huge Kylie Minogue fan. I've also I've always been like a fan of hers. I've always liked her music. Sure. But I I've never been a stan. I was not into like the deep cuts. Yeah. Um Fever was like You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. And I, I tried. I tried many times to get into her. I think it just took me a while. But mm-hmm. I absolutely was missing out. You know, I yeah. was missing out for so long and her music is amazing. I went down a, a huge deep dive. I consumed it all and it was a lot of work because there's a lot to get through, but yeah. it was a fun challenge and tension coming out this year was just kind of the cherry on top because yeah. I love tension specifically the title track, right? Um, which is definitely up there in my songs this year. But yeah, I, I was happy to see that and not surprised. What better way than to start the year or or to get into her discography than with, you know, the uh, like the pending release of tension, you know? Absolutely. You really, you really broke yeah. that tension. Really broke that tension. Speaking of album tension album, you know, going into our top five albums, I would love to get a quick run through of yes. your top five. So should I just run through these quickly? How about you can go you can go through say a little something if you would like to. Sure. Okay. Um let's see. So number 5, this is interesting, 1989 Taylor's version, purely based on the vault tracks. Wow. I'm yeah. I'm actually shocked to hear that. You played I'm, it that much? I apparently did. Apparently. Oh, did not ha- See I those Well, here's the thing. For me. Here's so here's the thing. This is where I'm thinking that like they are not counting full plays of the album because i did not so i think i streamed the full actual album once but the vault tracks themselves oh yeah i, I think in- i think it's just like the the songs from the album i don't think it's the whole yeah. album yeah. yeah but i'm so, surprised you listen to it that much i'm very surprised yeah no i i love the vault tracks i think that they're they're really good um i'm just gonna go through all of mine really quick if, does that, yeah does that work for you sure okay. yeah okay so number four is the loveliest time by carly ray Jepsen. I love, love the love. I love that. Yeah, it's uh, her side B to the loneliest time. I personally think this album's better than the um, the loneliest time. Um, Psychedelic switch is a banger. Um, great, great album. Number three. Uh, this one kind of shocked me. Um, Something to give each other by Troye Sivan. Um, that also shocked it, me. It did not come out that long ago. It, was it last didn't come month. out that. No, it didn't come out that long ago. Um, I'm gonna say it's probably enlarged. Uh, thanks to rush and i also love the song honey from the album Mm. um so those i know that i put um both of those on my like my workout playlist so when those come on i i'm typically vibing i'm vibing uh number two is tension by kylie minogue feels right feels right now here's what's interesting and this is absolutely no shade because I just went on a tirade about how much I love this artist. And I do love this artist. This has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with the way that Apple Music is calculating. This is not an album. It's just counting the single as an album. So mm. I've listened to oh, this. Oh, okay. So I must have listened to this single on repeat. Um, but it's not, number one is the radio by Z Machine. <laughs> you are Z Machine's number one fan. I really, I you know, I would, I would wear that as a badge of honor. I, I stand though that song that completely tracks. I love that song, and the, I definitely when it came out, I was probably one of my most anticipated releases of the year. Um, you know, next to Kylie Minogue's Tension, that song when it came out, I listened to it nonstop probably for a week straight like i yeah. and 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 most songs don't do that to me like i love to repeat songs and i love to listen to things over and over again but like it's rare these days when a song like that comes out and i put it on repeat like that and it was one of those songs well if anything so. the, the audience will have to stream z machine from this you know yeah yeah have to hope so check out new artists support yeah. new artists um that's exciting so let me give you my five you're not going to be surprised some some overlap here give it to um, me so <laughs> Uh, number five, Kylie Minogue's X album. Love. Uh, so good. the hell out of this album. We also just spent a lot of time on this, so I'm going to skip past it, you know, from the last episode. Number four is Tension by Kylie. <laughs> Kylie Minogue. Love. <laughs> just all Kylie. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, those, that's the only Kylie I have. So that's that was Tension. I really, going back to your comment, I wanted to give this project full listens many of times, and I did. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, number three, this totally makes sense. I actually thought this would be higher. Okay. Is Caroline Polachek's desire, I want to turn into you. Ah, oh, love. I'm going to be real for a second. A perfect album. Yeah. I really think this is a beautiful album. I'm so blown away by this album and by this artist. Yes. I would say if 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 I had like a Jeff Beach Grammys, like if it was a Jeff Beach Grammy, she would get best new artist from me because yeah. this is a new artist in my life that I just have love to discover. Yep. And this album is so unbelievably fucking good. It unbelievable. is unreal. If you've never heard it, please go stream it. I actually have regret because she opened up for Dua Lipa when I saw her in concert. Uh-huh. And I remember saying like, who is this bitch? Like get her off the stage. I want to see Miss Peep now. Yeah. And so I remember telling my friend Parker, I'm like, I regret saying that this album is so good and I'm it's- so blown away. And I wish I would have opened my fucking ears to open listen your to ears, it. open um, your ears to Ms. Polachek. That's my public apology to her for not giving her a chance um, when she, when I saw her live. And yeah, I love, it's a beautiful album. Love it. Number two, not a surprise. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? I, I could talk about this ad nauseum. Um, I love an extraneous album title from Miss Lana Del Rey. She always gives <laughs> us the most insane album titles and song titles you could ever think of is there's nothing better that makes my heart more happy number one red moon and venus oh wow okay come on coochie red moon and venus it really got stunted from the grammys i'm sad it's a great album it's a great album so yeah it got stunted snubbed you mean (laughs) snubbed it was it was snubbed it was all the word stunted it was it was killed stunted this is my dietitian brain like i'm thinking stunted growth yeah stunted grammy growth yeah so yeah it got it got snubbed that is the word but yeah that's my top five i love i love now on to the the hottest topic of of the night of the day of the week uh is the songs. songs now? How do you want to do this? Right, we're gonna, we don't. I don't think we have the time to go through a, all a hundred of each of us. Absolutely but... not. Nor do I think that that would be <laughs> the right thing to do here. Because that would be pure <laughs> chaos. Right? Uh, maybe maybe an extra episode. But I think we should go through the top ten. I think top you should 10. start at ten. Okay. Go to one. So you give me. Okay, I have to count because your... it's not giving because it's again it's not giving me track numbers. So I'm, it's giving me okay. I have to count this down. One, two, three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, give me your 10, baby girl. Okay. <laughs> I am screaming. Wait, let's do top 10. We'll each do our 10. And then after we do our 10, let's do some honorable mentions that we like found interesting and funny. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Perfect. So number 10. <laughs> it's <screaming>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> number 10 is Alien Superstar by Beyonce. Love. Number nine, Energy by Beyonce. <laughs> Also, this is like mine last year. I, I'm literally mine last year. Uh, number eight, Summer Renaissance by Beyonce. <laughs> number seven, uh, Break My Soul by Beyonce. <laughs> is this number, I know. Number six. Okay, here we go. Tension by Kylie Minogue. All right. There we go. Okay. okay. Number she five. She broke it. She broke the tension. Number five, Cozy by Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the grammys very predictable at this point listeners audience you know friends and, and and everyone uh last year my top 10 songs were beyonce where it was all it was just the renaissance album that was my top 10 last year so this is i'm, I'm staying true to myself apparently uh number four vulgar by sam smith and madonna number three heated by beyonce wow <laughs> Number two, Pure Honey by Beyonce. Um, number one, The Radio by Z Machine. Oh, wow. You, yeah. You, yeah. Z Machine. I, lo- I fucking, out. Z Machine, if you were listening to this, I fucking love you. I think that you're Clearly. an incredible artist. And The Radio is truly a remarkable song. And I also want to say that like this is, I think, just really cool. That song came out in the end of September. It is still November. So there is more time. There is more time. There is more time, baby. There's more time. That's my top 10. Yeah. That is hilarious how predictable that became at one point. 
Yeah. <laughs> that, that is wild. That, that My top 10 was that basically last year, like just all Beyonce top yep. 10. Yep. Well, I don't have any Beyonce in my top 10. Okay. Well, don't worry. I have, a, I have plenty for no, you. I play, I played her a lot, but not, you know, not as much as last year. So number 10 is A&W, a song I went <laughs> on record as saying I love on the last episode or two. Uh, this is an amazing song. Number nine, <laughs> Barbie World. Oh my god, Miss Poopy. I would say normally I'd be ashamed of that, but you know what? I'm not. No, I love it. that damn song, and I love Barbie was such a moment this year. So I'm happy to see some Barbie songs in my top ten. Love it. Um, number eight is "I Believe" by Caroline Polachek. Mm, great song. This is my favorite song from the album, so that tracks. Great song. Uh, number seven, my favorite song from Redwood and Venus. Deserve Me, Kali Uchis, and Summer Walker. I love this song. I went through a breakup this past year and played the hell out of the song. Actually, a really sassy thing I did was my ex's friend was trying to text me because I blocked him on everything. If yeah. he's listening, sorry, but um, I blocked him on everything. And so I said, you know what? You can just tell him to listen to this song. And I tagged the song <laughs> and I had a dramatic <laughs> moment. <laughs> so I hope you listen to that song, bitch. Yeah, suck um, it. But that, that that made me laugh thinking about that. I um, that. Number six. So I had a moment with Charlie XCX this year because I went to Coachella, and I'll be I'll be honest. I like Charlie, but I've never been like that big of a fan like some gays are. Yeah. So after seeing her in concert, it totally changed my mind. I was like, wow, I get this. I really get this. Why people like her? Mm-hmm. She had amazing stage presence she gave the perf- a, such a performance i was so you know just captured by her and mm-hmm. it she was awesome i mean it was a huge highlight for me so number six is gone her song gone off of the charlie album oh it's such a good song probably my amazing. favorite charlie x song mine too it's yeah. amazing it's really amazing i mean it is the melody the chorus the just everything about it is just perfection Shout out so, to Christina and the Queens. Love. Yeah, Christina and the Queens as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five is Tension. So one up from you. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Come on, Tension. I, I'm surprised that Tension wasn't higher and that this song was number four. So number four was Padam, Padam. So, okay. Okay, Kylie. <laughs> number four, give it up for Padam, Padam. Padam, Padam had a year. We had so much fun with Padam. And, you know, it just reignited Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue's just hit world dominance. It reignited Kylie Minogue, you know? So number three, Peppers. This is the song Hands on Your Knees, Angelina Jolie by Lana Del Rey. Yep. Number two, also from the Barbie soundtrack, is Speed Drive. Now, (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love this song. I'm not even going to lie. Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, people always say like guilty pleasure. I'm not guilty. You know, it's a pleasure. I love it. It's, I mean, the fact that it's like not even two minutes probably has a lot to do with it being right. so high up because yeah. it's easy to play it through and through and through without 100%. Skipping. Yes. So I did play the, the hell out of this one though. Yeah. This is, this is up there. Number one is In My Arms by Kylie Minogue. <gasps> I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. Wow. Okay. In My I Arms. I wasn't, wasn't expecting it. Uh, so. Yeah, I I'm love not, that. I'm not, not mad at this top ten. I think it's pretty <laughs> solid, pretty diverse. Yeah, that's a diverse. That is a very diverse. Mine was not very diverse, but <laughs> but we love Renaissance. That's okay. That's okay. I want to say some just some honorable mentions. Again, I don't have the number. Like it's not the it's not giving me the yeah. you know uh, what you call the numbers. But um, close in close to my top ten. There's a song Drum by the Sugar Babes that came out at the very end of last year. Long story short, the Sugar Babes, UK girl group, um, released an unreleased album that had been shelved for, I think, nearly 10 years. And so they mm-hmm. had finally released it. And the song Drum on that album is a banger, Bob. So I played mm-hmm. the hell out of that song, especially at the beginning of the year. I also had a moment with Madonna's Ray of Light album. Um, that <laughs> as album, you always do. <laughs> as I always do. But that album uh, saw a. Uh, 25th anniversary this year so I had a very special moment with it that is one of my defining albums of my life and so a lot of those songs made it into my hot uh my top 100 um 
My Caroline Polachek song that made it into my top 100 was Blood and Butter. That's a great one. Love Blood and Butter. Love the bagpipes. Thank you for the bagpipes. Um, that song. And that was something that was interesting about that song, too, is that you had sent me that there was, like, an article um, about, like, recording the album. And I think that song specifically, you said that she was inspired by Madonna's Ray of Light album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Savage Garden. I think Savage Garden was the other influence, which was interesting because I like I I hear it, but I don't like. It's definitely, I I would say as the album as a whole, I hear that influence a lot. And we hear the image and heap as we mentioned. Before. Oh my gosh, do we hear the as image we mentioned and heap. before? Also, mm-hmm. Grimes Grimes was on a track. Yes, which is interesting. And Dido, I think Dido and Grimes were on the same track, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not my favorite song in the album, but yeah, yeah. Um, Blood, Blood and Butter is fantastic. Fantastic. I have to just some funny songs really quick that I th- that I thought was wild, but also completely tracks. Uh, Ooh Ah, Just a Little Bit by Gina G. <laughs> that's a what? summer. That is, I like put together like a summer playlist and that's one of the songs. They that did is- that. They did that as a lip sync this year on Drag Race UK. You should watch oh, it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I should. I really should. And then what else? Let's see. Uh, Slater. She, oh, she, she purred she her way into She entered. Yep. yep. Um, it, you know, and then girlfriend, boyfriend by black street and Janet Jackson that was on here. And let's see what, Oh, my very last song. You know what it is? What? Gone by Charlie XCX. I love that. Yeah. Look at that. It's her best song. It's a great yeah. song. I think it's one of my favorite songs in the last 10 years. It's great. Great, great song. Also, I just want to throw this out there, too, that Did I Do That made my top 100. <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> I One could say that I rhapsodized, but, you know. I love that. Well, yeah. I won't go too much into honorable mentions, but there is an artist I want to give a shout out to. His name is Joseph, and he is a an artist from the U.K., he definitely dabbles in some psychedelic kind of, you know, groovy, wavy music similar to Tame Impala. But he is a queer, I believe he's a gay man. He's a queer artist. And his music is just so lovely. I would definitely give him a listen if you haven't yet checked him out. Some of my favorite songs off of his album Permanent Damage this year were It's Been a Little Heavy Lately. That's a very groovy song. But a ballad that I really like on this album that made my top 100 is just come home with me tonight. It's about, it's, it's really a relatable album for me. Number one, I don't think there's a lot of gay artists making gay music, you know, that I connect with. And so it's, it's kind of like a personal connection, you know, to have that experience. Yeah. But also the song is about like a past lover that, you know, that you can't be with, but it's just about like, let's just like, spend this one night together even though we both know we can't be together and so it's a really beautiful song the lyrics are so wonderful it makes me like emotional every time and i just love his voice and his vibe and he's funky and yeah fun i would definitely check him out if you haven't come on joseph okay i'm gonna check him out because i've never even heard of this artist so yeah he's he's definitely like made his way into like the alternative kind of you know indie world yeah. Um, so I would check him out. You, would, I think you would like some of his songs. He just goes uh, by Joseph. Joseph J O E S E F. J O E S E F J O. Okay, I'm gonna look him up. And Permanent Damage is the album that came out this year. That's really great. It's a great album. So yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Well, we just really pop day replayed the hell out of this today. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to see. Hopefully, I'm you know I'm hopeful for our, uh, 2024. I hope that we get some great music next year. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll get Act Two. I hope. Let's get some we, visuals. Let's get Act Two. We get. We need some visuals. Spoiler alert: the visuals are not part of the film, as previously yeah, reported. I'm so. not surprised. I've never been edged this long. We've been edged very long. I, I that to me that holds up a theory that I think that there's like a whole like feature film in the works for like all the music videos for all three acts. But you know who am I? It's kind who of like I? Euphoria season three coming out. <laughs> like, at this point, Can't at this it. point, Beyonce, I don't care. I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm gonna go. I I'm just like I I partially do because I'm like this is ridiculous. It's re 
ridiculous. You know, Beyonce I'm don't sorry. listen to him. He doesn't mean it. I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> and you I'm can edge so me. I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed. Beyonce's into comp control and do not cut that out. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> She's working with Sam Levinson. Right. Well, on that note, uh, everyone, hope you have a wonderful night. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Ciao. Goodbye.